0: I need
1: information. I thought you might be able to help. help, help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. At the top of every hour on My Talk 1071.
0: Now tell us everything. everything. Boys in the Hood director John Singleton passed away yesterday after his family pulled him off of life support. Uh, he was 51 years old. He suffered a massive stroke two weeks ago and was reportedly in a coma. Yes. So sad. So young. Yes. Yeah. Very I, young, I, I,
2: and one of the best. I mean, he was a trail. It's so overused now, given to people that don't deserve it. But he was a trailblazer. Oh, youngest, yes. youngest director to be nominated. For a Best Director Oscar and the first Black man to ever, first African American man to be nominated for Boys in the Hood. I mean, what? You're fresh out of film school and what you a do legacy. you do a classic like Boys in the Hood. I mean, it's just come on, that that's that's special
0: right there. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Uh, a fake Jason Statham conned a woman out of hundreds of thousands of dollars online Oh, uh, no. yeah so he claimed that he was cash strapped because he was waiting for a late film payment oh. and you know made a friendship with this woman uh, the real Jason is worth 70 million so he doesn't need any money <laughs> no um it's, I guess he looks a lot like him, and, you know, he uses that to his advantage And several cons.
1: What was Hanging out? Some sexy time? Or? Oh, God. I don't know. People
0: can't really. Oh, my God. Starstruck, oh, so. I guess. And they'll just do anything to. Oh, that's sad.
2: That's just gross. <laughs> that's sad and Gross.
0: A lot uh, of guys do look like him, though. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of generic to yeah, me. You know? Bald guy, white guy, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> look, it's a bald white man. <laughs> hey. oh, hi, I'm Jason yeah.
0: Statham. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, Pete Davidson and his buddies hit up a screening of Avengers Endgame in Baltimore over the weekend. Oh, how fun. Um, and they also bought McDonald's for the entire audience. <laughs> yes. And theater staff.
1: Oh,
2: that's nice.
0: He's struggling right now. His heart's broken. Yeah,
1: I guess so. Mm -hmm. He's like, Mm -hmm. still, let's have some McDonald's. Yeah, Yeah. I think he probably was just high.
0: Oh, Uh, (laughs) munchy time. Okay, good point. Or that, Dawn. Or that, yes. Now, the bill came to $400. That is crazy. I can't believe the whole audience and the staff he fed for $400. You can get a lot of food at McDonald's for $400. He must have just went straight to the McDonald's menu. Yeah,
2: That's- yeah,
0: dollar oh. menu.
1: They're splitting burgers and stuff. Yeah. Well,
2: you know.
0: He's also was- sitting next to uh, somebody in an alien costume, and he does. He's wearing a tie-dyed shirt. Um, and he's eating oh, well, McDonald's. He does look like he's... he's I, don't, high. I mean, I, I had a hard time following about everything that was going on in that movie because I haven't seen all the uh, pre-movies. So yeah. I'm not sure that would be a good idea. I to, couldn't you know, go to that <laughs> high. Let me be
1: clear.
0: Yeah, uh, It's a little too confusing. All right. That's the latest Dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at
1: the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk one
2: zero seven one. Hey everybody, welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment, everything magazine subscriptions. Hey. I'm Jason Lex and Don McLean. Thank you for being here on this glorious Tuesday. We appreciate it. Sit back. Get in your uh, favorite chair if you're in your car. Don't lean back too much. We don't want you falling asleep. But uh, we'll entertain you for the next 55 minutes. And then it's the response. We'll attempt to at
1: least. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: And then uh, then uh, then we turn responsibility over to Donna and Steve. Yep. And then Colleen and Bradley. And then three to six. So uh, Lori and Julia. (laughs) Which I guess, um, Mm -hmm. okay... (laughs) I Donnie there's so many things to love about Donnie love. There's things to love about Donnie love, but one of the one of the things I love the most is Donnie always takes a minute. He's very kind. He always takes a minute when he hears something from our show that he enjoys or something makes him laugh.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh and he always sends me he loves our promos because uh, promos for Jason and Alexis in the morning run a lot in Lori and Julia.
1: And we don't hear them very often. And we
2: don't hear them. And uh, and I guess the one about mating calls and Julia cracked him <laughs> up. I got this email yesterday and it was just like, that promo is so funny. I haven't heard it. Don, have you heard the mating call promo? Uh, have I have not that? no. yeah, Alex, have you heard uh, it? No, no, I haven't heard it. No,
1: he's always really good about, yeah, sending emails going, oh, that was funny.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, so now I gotta listen. I gotta listen up for that promo because I it's when I when you played a mating call. And I said it sounded like Julia and I Donny. <laughs> <laughs> anytime I rib the girls, Donny gets a big kick out of it. So I gotta, I gotta <sighs> listen for that promo. Way to go, Rocco! Uh, it is uh, coming up on eight oh seven. I read this. I, I think it was more, yeah, kind of an op-ed. I read this piece from Abigail Disney a couple days ago, and um, it, it, it it it's kind of uh, stoked my interest because a hello, she's a. She's an heir to the – she's part of the Disney family, and obviously I love Disney. Yeah. And it it brought up something kind of interesting, not kind of, very interesting. Well, this is bold. It's very bold. I mean, she's speaking out against, in a way, uh, her family's company. Here's a little bit – if you've missed the last day's news, uh, if you haven't seen this through the news cycle – Here's a, a scene in *Correspondent*, kind of wrapping it up, and then we'll discuss on the other side.
1: By Abigail Disney, she's the Disney co-founders' granddaughter, and she's essentially attacking the family firm. She's basically already criticised CEO Bob Iger's salary, and now she's calling out pay and wealth inequality. She's writing, "How long are we prepared to let hardworking people sink while top management takes home ever more outrageous sums?" Of money. Christina Leslie joins us live now from New York. So, Christina, obviously it's refreshing.
2: Yeah, so she talks about the fact that, so this all started when it was revealed how much Bob Iger, who is uh, the big wig at Disney, how much he makes his his salary.
1: It's $65.6 million. That was just last year.
2: Yes. And that is uh, stock awards and options combined.
1: Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
2: bonuses. six of – yeah, six – now, and it's not just Di- – it's not just Bob Iger, everybody. Listen to this. Six of Disney's top executives, six received stock awards and options worth a combined $62 million. That doesn't include additional bonuses, mm. which could equal millions more uh, at, at the thing. Now, look, we're not going to get into – uh we're not going to get into um, you know income <laughs> just redistribution or anything, but she makes to me she makes an she makes an interesting point because she's like executive pay is insane nowadays. It used to be I forgot the the back in like the seventies and eighties CEOs would make about thirty times what the average employee would make, and now it is quadrupled that. It Mm -hmm. just quadrupled that. And she said that if you took if you took just the bonuses that would have let me just read the exact quote. Besides at the pay levels we're talking about, an executive giving up half his bonus has zero effect on his quality of life. For people at the bottom, it could mean a ticket out of poverty or debt. It could offer access to decent health care or education for a child. Basically, she's saying, you know, in a a scenario, she's calling on Disney and the executives to give 50 percent of their bonuses, just their bonuses to the lowest paid employees. Yeah,
1: yeah, if you take his bonus from last year. And you work out what that means. He says that he could still get a fifteen percent raise. He yes. could give a fifteen percent raise to everyone at Disneyland and still walk away with ten million dollars. And that's just the bonuses, like you said. That's just bonuses. Yeah, we're not even talking dude's salary, Lex and Don. We're talking his
2: bonus, and not just. I'm not just going to pick on Bob, but because I said six of the top executives, that is stupid money. Eventually, I love that. I read that quote from her for a reason. The whole point of when you are at that when you are at that level, girl, if they take away fifty percent of your bonus, it's not going to change your life one iota. But if they distributed that to the employees, I, I, I just love that she's calling on them. She's like, "Look, this company is known for innovation. It's known for generosity. It's known for love. It's the brand is." Not so much the company, but the brand is. She said Disney could really set the tone for these major corporations. They could set the tone for compassion if they did something like this. And I thought, and she said, "There's no better company than Disney to do this yeah. because of of what it's known for." And I thought that is such a good point. And again, we're not we're not getting into, nor should we, on this goofy show talking about income just redistribution. But I I do like this idea. She goes, uh, uh, here's my suggestion to the Walt Disney Company leadership. Lead. Reward all of your workers fairly. Don't turn away when they tell you they are unable to make ends meet. You do not exist merely for the benefit of shareholders and managers. Mm. I love that. I love that last line. If you all get a chance. A lot of companies
1: feel that way, though. You know, they always have to hit the bottom line. They have to. And not only that, exceed it. You know, you have the goal of last year that you've, you know, you've hit your every goal. And then it's like, oh, well, look at that growth. OK, let's take that. Let's extrapolate it. Let's make it even harder to get to uh, just to keep people there. And I think that that's kind of the I mean, it's capitalism. But this is also you know the their theory of how you keep people where they are.
2: Well, it's it's insanity just because I, I when the difference between now and the 70s and the yeah. 80s, the 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 pay gap. I was like, wow, I I had never seen it in black and white like that. Yeah, and and she said, and she was quick to point out. She goes, look, I like Bob Iger. She was, I think he's doing an incredible job with the company. Uh, however, <laughs> however, <laughs> this is this is stupid. I mean, this is like stupid money. Yeah, it's stupid could, money. It, and they've been known. Look, the uh, Robin Williams used to joke about how little Disney pays. Disney has always been known. Uh, within the industry of being cheap you know and if you and and not you know for n- not just their actors but the for their pay as well so they could lead the way she's absolutely right they could lead the way she the quote is i believe that disney could well lead the way if its leaders so choose to a more decent humane way of doing business I haven't said
1: have i i ever said anything about this or
2: ah uh, no they oh. are so that's the thing ah. about disney They are so tight-lipped about operating costs. Um, I was watching a, um, um, I got into a YouTube Vortex yesterday doing research for Two Fairy Godfathers. And I got in this Vortex of these Disney videos on YouTube, these little docu-series. And they were talking about the monorail. And, uh, you know, we had a monorail here at the Minnesota Zoo. And there's a monorail in Vegas. They're talking about how the monorail at Walt Disney World, you know, only services the Magic Kingdom. And Epcot, and the question a lot of people ask is why? Why did Disney World never expand the monorail to like Animal Kingdom or or their other park, Hollywood Studios? And they said, well, it's probably cost. But the person doing the documentary said we would have no way of knowing because Disney doesn't release information like this. They are incredibly tight-lipped about uh, about operation costs and what what things particular things cost. So, it, I, I don't think they're ever going to comment on this from her. I really don't. Um, unless she can... wash away. <laughs> yep. Yep. The, huh. They're just going to hope it goes away. But I say props to her. I mean, with a name like Disney, you know, and yeah, she's Yeah, she could talking, just sit
1: back and just enjoy and...
2: Yep. Yep. And eat pie. <laughs> and, and she's not. And I, you know... By the way, I should tell you, I said it's an op-ed. It's an opinion piece in the Washington Post. So, if you just... Um, if you... Uh, Google Abigail Disney. You can find it. She is the granddaughter of Roy Disney, who is the co-founder of the Disney company. That was Walt's brother, whose name is also all over over different parts of the park, which is so fun. If you walk down Main Street, make sure you look at the windows. Look up and look at the windows on Main Street. All the businesses, there's all sorts of uh, dedications and stuff. Business, the fake businesses on Main Street are really named after um, different family members, different imagineers that helped bring Disney World to life. It's really fun. Just, just make sure you just look up the next time and, and look at all those faces and look at all those names. There's some Disney fun facts. There. Oh yeah, coming coming up on uh, eight sixteen. Everybody, don't forget to follow us on social media. Lex in the cities. Lex has some uh, photos from her Tubman event. You raised what seventy some thousand yeah, dollars? Lex? Yeah, it was
1: a great night. Seventy two plus dollars that night. Yeah, for crazy. Seven. Yeah, who and helped then, women and families from fear to freedom, get away from uh, any kind of abuse, trauma, domestic abuse.
2: Yeah, and we auctioned off. I f- forgot this. We auctioned off a little Jason Show package at the event, or I think at an, another Tubman event. And uh, there's a group of folks uh, from Tubman coming to my show, oh, and fun. while while they're coming to the show, they get um, they get special made food by Chef John Sigamora from Penku Japanese Street Food. Ooh. So uh, yeah, so that was a little auction item that we did for for Tubman. So I'm I'm thrilled to to welcome those folks here in a couple weeks. So coming up on eight seventeen, Elizabeth is on a boat. We are not, so we lose. Dawn has uh, Dawn has the dirt alert when we resign of my talk dirt alert. Welcome back everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and streaming on our app. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Elizabeth is floating around uh, on a boat. So here to do the Dirt Alert today is Dawn McClain. Hello, Dawn.
0: Hello. Okay, Netflix is getting rid of a lot of shows recently. I don't know if they're reacting to the Disney Plus thing, but uh, Mm. the next one on the list here, uh, Santa Clarita Diet.
1: Oh, that was horrible. (sighs) I hated that show.
2: And people are not happy, though. It has a very, not Alexis, No. it has a small but vocal fan base. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I love Drew Barrymore. It's just, I can't imagine doing three seasons with that concept. It needed to go.
0: Yeah, I, I never really <laughs> yes. tried it. Uh, I know that uh, MC he really liked it. So oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, he was like, Oops. I can't wait to watch the next season. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's three seasons. I the the third one just came out recently. I had never I never tried like <sighs> even one episode. So
2: I tried one episode, mm-hmm. and I'm with Lex. I, I watched I, the
0: first
1: I... season, the whole season. Oh, oh you died. did? Yes. Oh I gave my a Good shot. And oh it, was God. it just too
0: gross or what? No, it
1: just, you know, at that point I felt like it was a one and done thing. I'm like, where can you go from here? And ooh, yeah. yeah,
0: it was gross, too, okay. on top of all of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, yeah. So Cynthia Nixon, you know, she's gotten into politics mm. in the last uh, year or so. She's 53 years old. Of course, I played Miranda on Sex and the City. And she's speaking out about this series um talking about how it has a lot it has it parallels a lot the problems with the feminist movement. Um, and she sort of criticizes the show, you know, for just showing it is it does it is a feminist show, and some people say it isn't, but she's like, it is a feminist show, but it's really just showing white privileged women just in a bubble, which mm. is the problem with the feminist movement in general is that um they never really. You know, some people never look at working class women, or working class people, oh. uh, or people of different color.
2: I, I hashtag unpopular opinion. I I get all that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that uh, it's probably not popular, and that is, I I I don't like. I don't know how I feel about her. Apologizing for her old show mm-hmm. because the show exists it would be like Carol O'Connor apologizing for all in the family because the show used language that is no that is not uh, acceptable now in 2019. The show existed in a certain period of time. If, would it be different? Would it be done better and uh, different now? Of course. But I this this whole apology tour of like, oh, it didn't do this. It didn't do this. No, it served. It didn't. But it served the time that it was on. I mean, did it make mistakes? Yeah, you can acknowledge it. But this whole apology thing, entertainment exists at, at the time that it's made. Mm-hmm. It's like that's why people had problems with George Lucas messing with Star Wars films. Because they're, his Star Wars films. Because, well, no, that's how the effects were the effects that they were in 77 or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I got a pro I have a, I don't know. I don't really feel this passionate about it. My voice is not, my voice <laughs> yeah, is you're re-
1: intense here. I'm, I'm
2: actually not as intense as I, but it just, I kind of get an eye roll because I appreciate her sentiment, but the whole apology for sex. In, no, it existed yeah. in the late nineties. That's what it was. That's, that's the show. Yes, it was these, these four women in a bubble, but that was the show. That's the characters. I don't know. And that's Why sort of the
0: allure, I... like it's a privileged lifestyle that we're not leading, and we're peeking in on what's going on with them. Yeah, so she like lives in the city, and yeah, it just wouldn't, you know, it's it's a storyline about a specific group of people. Yes. So and there's uh, yeah.
2: I'm sorry, Don. No, mean, no, I no, no. It's okay. okay. I, I'm, I'm agreeing
0: with you. I think that yeah. this is a little self-serving since she is in politics now. She wants to use it as an activist and a politician. <sighs> you know, she did run for governor of New York last year um it didn't work out for her but i'm sure she's still pursuing that and it's a vehicle of her for her yes. to say this is where i stand on issues uh, with feminism
2: and again there's and don't i don't want the calls and emails don't misunderstand me you should and can acknowledge as she did what the show could have done better i just have a problem with apologizing for it because yeah. the show was what it was it represented the late 90s and the early 2000s, and it represented those four characters. Right or wrong, that was the show. Now, if they did it now, yes. Yeah. Make it yeah, make it better. moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Instead Maybe. of going
1: back and, yeah, apologizing for it. And, uh, you know, stories can't be for everyone. You know, yes. There are a lot of niche things that, you know, it's not. This is a specific story, and yep. it, it can go for any any. Fill in the culture, you know, yes. and and what's great about it is, is now where there it's other people are having opportunities and it could just point out that that might have not been an opportunity at the time. But now we're we're open to it yep. as a culture and society. So
0: thank God. Yeah, that's and, true.
2: Yeah. And thank you, Don, for bringing the story. This is yeah. a good
0: conversation.
2: I love this. No, I'm serious. I yeah. love this.
0: Okay, so the creator of Minecraft, his name is Marcus Nash Pearson. <laughs> he Uh-oh. sold the til- title to Microsoft for $2.5 billion in 2014. Um, he will not be a part of their 10-year anniversary plans for the game because of his comments and opinions. Uh-oh. That's what Microsoft says to Variety. Um, they do not reflect those of Microsoft or the company that creates the game. Um so here's what he said. Um, there are a lot of transphobic statements and comments about heterosexual pride day, he tweeted about, and also that it's okay to be white. He Ooh. has 3.7 million fl- followers on Twitter, and they're like, we want as far away from this guy as we possibly can. Yeah. Just saying things that are like, why are you, What what is the point of this, and what do you think you're being funny or or he feels like there's too much emphasis on homosexuality i just anyway i've never understood people that want to yeah what's you know, the point i, I, I don't oh, know yeah. well they they don't want to have anything to do with them anymore they're like bye, bye. you sold your part to us and we want to let people know we do not uh agree with any of those comments and statements bye mm-hmm. yep. thank following you. Following you next yeah. 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 Yep. Thank he has 3.7 million followers.
2: No, that's sad. Yeah. Well, tells you that not indicative of good taste, I guess. <laughs> right. Coming up, uh, Alexis Thompson quiz. 17th century slang or just something she made up in her craft room. We'll be right back. I did my Jersey, my Jersey lady mall walking. I'm trying to walk more in the commercial breaks. My mall, my mall walking. <laughs> you are her. Yeah, I'm I'm look, I'm taking this, you know, I've been working out now for several months and I and now even during the show. I used to just sit here in the dark in my cave, but now I get up and I do some mall walking. I nice. walk around. I walk around uh, the Fox 9 building a little bit. And just uh yeah. just do some mall walk-ins Yeah just to keep a little, moving.
1: A little st- st- station walking. Mm-hmm. Yep. I usually just, just stretch. Moving.
2: Yeah, just to keep moving. Gots to do it. Gots to do it. Yep, get our I was body in,
1: moving. We're getting older here, so, you know. I know.
2: I was in the – I went to the gym last night in our building, and I had my little – my headphones on, and I was by myself. And I sometimes forget, A, I, I, and I – this is just a normal life, whether I'm at a mall or restaurant or church – I do forget how loud my voice is. I just I project and I don't ever mean to do it, but I need to realize that I have a very loud voice. Mm-hmm. And I re- <laughs> need I needed to realize it yesterday at the gym because
1: <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: because I'm on, I was kinda cooling off on the treadmill. So I'm just walking, you know, am just doing some walk-ins and I was listening to <laughs> I was listening to Taylor Swift's me and i was belting out the lyrics before i realized like jace there's an a, there is a condo on b- both sides of this room so be, these poor people are probably just trying to watch their programs and hear from the wall they hear me screaming taylor swift you know what i mean cuz lex i was i was full singing like because I was in a I was you're feeling energetic joyful. and I was joyful and I was like you know me and, it was
1: just, and I'm like okay
2: Jason 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 stop singing stop singing loudly because someone's going to bounce someone's going to come in the gym and yell at you oh my but gosh anyway, they
1: probably loved it oh
2: I, I severely doubt it so uh, I have the same coming,
1: problem so you're among friends here so yeah, don't worry about we it all,
2: we all we're all theater people all, all uh, loud talkers it is uh, 834 ladies and gentlemen it's time for another Alexis Thomas. that's right alexis what is the theme Mm. of today's quiz
1: victorian slang from the 1800s real or did i make it up
2: there we go was she sitting in her craft room all alone making this crap up or is it real is it real slang used by Victorian teenagers at the Victorian mall.
1: Yeah, some of these terms I think we want to bring back. <laughs> oh, and I think okay. we should.
2: Okay. Well, I'll keep a list of things we're going to bring back. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Dawn and I will work together as a cohesive team. Yes. Uh, and deliver an answer. So here we go. Lex, what's the first one? All right. One?
1: Victorian slang. Real or did I make it up? I've got the morbs. Morbs. Hmm.
2: Oh, I got the morbs, Don. Do you have the lotion?
1: <laughs> oh, the morbs. Do, you have,
2: do you have the cream, Dawn?
1: Mm, <laughs> morbs, ah, meaning temporary melancholy. Mm. Oh,
0: like morbid, I it, ah. Mm. I,
1: think, I thought
2: it was, uh That sound, Dawn, to me, that sounds like something from that era.
0: Okay, let's go with yes. It is a Victorian phrase. Yes. Ding ding ding
1: ding ding.
2: Love it. You're temporary so that,
1: melancholy. I got the morbs. Oh, I love that.
2: I'll use it in a sentence when I'm in a meeting with B. Arthur. I
1: get the <laughs> morbs. Mm. <laughs> yep.
2: Oh, Relatable. I like okay, I want to. I want to bring that back. That's a good one. The That's morbs. Right, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Victorian slang, real or did I make it up? You're a frizzy maiden.
0: Hmm.
2: That's the Victorian Era like Iron didn't use Maiden
0: band. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Frizzy Maiden. Okay. Frizzy
2: Maiden was Iron Maiden in the
1: Victorian <laughs> era. Age. Meaning
0: um, that you're elderly. Oh. Oh. Frizzy Maiden. Mm, I think that that's fake.
2: I'm with Dawn. I think it's I think you made that up in your craft room.
1: Ding 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> The real term is dizzy age.
2: Dizzy age means you're old? Yes. I'll use that in a sentence. B. Arthur is in the dizzy age. (laughs) Yeah, there we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right, you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Victorian slang real or did I make it up? Bark, bark, mutton.
0: Bark, bark, mutton. Mm, That sounds like real just because I have no idea.
2: Sounds like Duck Duck Goose in the Victorian era. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, mm, I don't know. It's a
1: naval term refer- referring to meat that's so bad it might be dog flesh.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Dude, gross. <laughs> oh, oh, it,
2: oh, the term, <laughs> it might be dog meat. Oh, okay. Ew,
1: um,
0: right? Oh.
2: Don, I'm thinking this is real, don't you? Yeah,
0: I think it's real.
2: Yeah, we're going to go for real, Lex.
0: These are hard. I made that one up. These are
2: hard. That was a good made-up one, Lex. Thank
1: you. The real term is called bow-wow mutton. So if you're eating some meat that just doesn't taste good, you're eating some bow-wow mutton.
2: Now, see, now that sounds like something you made up.
0: Oh, that's the real term. Uh.
2: Because I I can't picture Victorian folks saying bow-wow.
0: Yeah. I didn't know uh, it was right used back then. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a modern phrase. Bow uh, wow,
2: okay. You learn something every day. Okay. All right,
1: Victorian slang, real or did I make it up? Raven pupil.
0: Hmm. Raven pupil. Mm. May we have the definition? Somebody's voice? doing a lot of cocaine. They have <laughs> raven pupils.
1: <laughs> hey, this could be the outcome of doing a lot of cocaine. You get a black eye.
0: Hmm. Okay. Raven pupil. Mmm.
2: Uh those folks liked ravens.
1: <laughs> they did. They liked ravens. You they know what I mean? For, uh-huh. Yeah. There are lots messages. of stories.
2: <laughs> yeah, there are lots of stories about ravens.
0: Yep.
1: So
2: I, I say this is real, Don.
0: Okay, yeah, me too. Wah wah wah! I oh, hey, oh, made that one up!
2: Oh, wow, you're making up some good ones. That sounded totally real.
1: Now, in the Victorian days, if you got a black eye, they called it cop-a-mouse. Cop-a-mouse? Oh. That means to get a black eye. Oh. cop
2: a Cop-a-mouse? Cop-a-mouse. <laughs>
1: right. Oh, man, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, he got me good, copped a mouse. Oh, gosh, okay.
2: Oh, that sounds gross. I don't even
1: get that. <laughs> I don't even get that either. Oh, well.
2: I don't think we're supposed to. Cop okay. is
1: the sense to catch or suffer. Okay. And then while the color of the obligation is at its worst, suggests the color and the size of the innocent animal named. So it's the size of a mouse oh. and the color of suffering. Oh, yeah. good God. That's, that's what that means. deep. Okay. <laughs> right. Victorians were real deep, you know, really thinking about it. They didn't have anything
0: else to do, they didn't have Netflix. No. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
2: CBS All Access.
0: <laughs> I still don't have that. I know. <laughs> that's why she She's,
2: can think of well, these <laughs> phrases. That's basically why you're a colonial person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, shut your sauce mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, is that a new one? Oh, nice. Is transition. that a Victorian slang or a real or did I make it up? Mm. Sauce mouth? Shut your sauce mouth. I mean, See, your oh, sauce oh. box. Whoa. What? Mouse. Shut your sauce. You've, you've box. now said three things. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's <laughs> sauce box. Oh, okay. Which, you means said mouth. Mouth. okay. <laughs> Which means your mouth. Okay. Which
2: means your mouth. God, sauce box. box.
1: Sauce box.
2: Okay. Can you um, shut? Shut
0: your God? sauce box. Mm.
2: Oh, well, you put sauce in your mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't think this is real. I'm, I think she's I'm, messed with I'm, it I'm a lot I'm because ro- we're getting uh, three different things.
2: <laughs> I'm working this out in my head though. Cause okay. You put sauce. They, uh-huh. The Victorians liked
0: sauce. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't raisins. like sauce?
2: Yeah. Um, I, but I'm. But Don. Ultimately, I'm going with you. You're making this <laughs> the crap up.
0: <laughs> Sadly,
1: wah, wah, wah. Ow, what? What? I didn't make that up. It's a real word. Sauce box with a hyphen. Mm, okay. What does it mean? Just, it just came out weird. Uh, your mouth. Your sauce mm. box is your mouth.
2: Sauce box.
1: I want to bring that back. Oh, because
2: you, because th- you put sauce into your box.
1: Yes, oh, which God. is <laughs> 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 All right, writing that one down. Sauce box.
2: Okay. Certain sauces, everybody. I'm not talking Alfredo. I'm talking certain sauces. No.
1: Oh my God. you're making it worse. <laughs> Oh man, you just okay. took a shot into the brown, Jace. Ooh. Oh a no. Shot?
0: You're making oh. it worse. Wow.
2: That means something yeah. totally different in my world.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, that
2: sounds like a fun Saturday night to me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> nope, not me.
1: <laughs> owie! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! Yeah, I don't know. Victorian slang—is that real or did I make that up? Oh. <laughs> I want to say it's real.
2: I, I want, I want it so bad to be real.
1: It means to fail. Oh,
2: <laughs> is it real?
1: It's real. Yes. yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh.
2: Do you have one more? Do you have one more? Uh,
1: yes, I do. Okay, here we go okay stop being a loud arse woman
2: I actually think they this sounds like something she made up but I think they said arse
0: mm-hmm okay. I do
2: I, I just have a funny feeling they said arse
0: okay let's uh let's go for it yes
2: Lex we're going with yes
0: wah, wah, wah. Oh. I made that one up oh
2: I just Because I I think that the proper way to say us is uh, ours. Or maybe it's just what Jennifer Coolidge says. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It means, of course, a talkative woman. But back in Victorian days, they called talkative women church bells. Hmm. Okay.
2: Because they just clanged?
1: (laughs) Yes, they just kept going and going going. and talking and talking.
2: You're a church bell. There we go Going into the brown everybody uh Alexis's <laughs> latest <laughs> Shot
0: Eight. into the brown a
2: Shot We're gonna We're gonna take a- <laughs> What can brown do for Uh-oh. you Uh 843 We're gonna take a break We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back everybody doesn't like to Jason and Alexis In the morning I'm I talk one, Everything entertainment Everything hand lotion I'm Jace with Lex And Don McLean thanks for being here we just played an alexis thompson quiz uh, 17th century 18th century slang or made up by alexis in her craft room yep we played a we played a quiz last week <laughs> called name that animal mating call and only the best games here yeah. and uh and that uh, there was a moment in there that got turned into a promo. Don, do you still have that mm-hmm. promo?
0: Yeah. You want to so hear it?
2: Don, yeah. So Donnie love, <laughs> I said this earlier. I love Donnie love for many reasons. And, uh, first and foremost, he's a kind man. Number two, he's a great broadcaster.
1: Mm-hmm. And, Legend. And number,
2: yeah. And, and, and he also, uh, he takes a moment. He always emails us when he hears something on our show that he enjoys. <laughs> yes. He finds funny. And especially when it comes to promos for our show, because, uh, promos for Jason and Alexis in the morning run uh, with some frequency on Lori and Julia. So if, if something cracks him up, he he sends us an email. And I got an email from him yesterday and he said, uh, and it, the the email itself is funny because the subject line was animal mating calls. And uh. how often do you receive in your life an, an email that says <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. But he said the animal mating um. call promo is very funny. So we haven't heard it. We don't hear our own promos. So uh, roll that be- beautiful bean footage. Sure.
1: Previously on Jason and Alexis. All right, name that animal mating call. Oh.
2: It's mm-hmm. a small creature.
0: Okay. <laughs> Julia?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no <way>. uh, Mark me down as Julia Cobbs, please. No, I'm...
1: Bringing you everything entertainment. <laughs> Jason and Alexis. Oh, in the morning. Oh,
2: that's okay. It's really ridiculous to laugh at yourself, to laugh at your own show, but we are pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Morocco does a
1: good job of really oh. narrowing
0: it down.
2: Yeah, I. But oh gosh, that yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, Julia. He rejects a lot of our promo ideas. <laughs> yes, because he he's does. like that's too dirty to play. During- <laughs> really? It's like well, does it he- happened on the show, so yes. He's oh. Like well, we don't need to repeat that. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> like okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: Rocco, I love that it's okay for the actual broadcast, yeah, but, not- but it's not okay <laughs> we for <don't-> a promo. <laughs> yeah, we don't want
0: to <laughs> remind oh, people.
1: Especially how- during Lori and Julia. Right.
2: Because oh, has he heard that show? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Vagina, 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 vagina. It's like, it's, it's all, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like. That's geez. why we love it. Uh, exactly. That's why you know it rarely happens, uh, and I mean, and I mean, rarely. If B. Arthur even jokingly gives us grief about something, my talkers like I. If we sometimes cross a line or we do a double entendre that maybe's a little yes. over oh. the top. Yeah,
0: she never and says anything. She us. never. That's again <laughs> one of the knows. great
2: no, and one <laughs> of the great things about working at my talk. They let cre- they let creative. They let uh, the folks do what they're hired to do. But anyway um but when she does i always look at her like girl have you listened to
1: your three to six program? I'm just gonna say, have you heard three to six lately? Just
2: vagina, 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 vagina. I mean, just
1: she really can't say anything to them. They're just like whatever.
2: Uh, like, like, so like, Lori's gonna listen anyway. Like, yeah,
1: they, it's they, like, okay. They're not
2: gonna listen. They stopped listening in uh, 2006. So yeah, that's when they, Lori stopped reading emails. I and I don't. That's I'm not so kidding true. about that. I don't think Lori has read a company email. Uh, since George W was president, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, the I don't entire know what they
1: o- do without Donny. Seriously, who reads and them and tells them what what's going on.
2: My talkers, this isn't a joke. I, I honestly, I don't think Lori reads many emails from I, I from the company. I I'm serious. I think the entire Obama administration sheet. <laughs> the whole eight years, mm-hmm. Laurie never read an email. So, you yeah. uh, know. Do we have uh, Donna uh, or, or, or Steve? Not
0: yet. I see Steve coming in, but oh, he's okay. just coming, coming in. in the door. Yeah. Okay, oh, well, here, here,
2: here. here's the singing done. It's always is. appropriate for Steve.
0: Dominique, nique, nique, right. <laughs> son allait, tout simplement. I really enjoy that. Song.
1: <laughs> I wow, does
0: that feel good? In in he ne parle que du bon He ne parle que du
2: Go. It's the French singing nun It's yeah. for Steve Patterson <laughs> Donna's here go. too now Our very own French singing nun We uh, got the Malentine. tag team Donna's here too that's Yeah right.
1: uh,
2: So that's Steve's song He's a French singing nun And then we <laughs> uh-huh. have this song for Donna Playing
1: with a freedom of heart no one it really smart in Oh, They're really boy. getting down. Hey, can you hear
0: me? <laughs> God, we're oh here, weird. Yeah. Can you hear us?
2: Yeah. Can you hear you?
0: The cough <laughs> no, the cough button is on on this thing. Everything's oh. lit up, so there's a oh, melt. Same function. over here. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's probably it's just broken. got a new bulb and it was dirty before. Slighting everything no.
2: up. <laughs> what do you Donna, what oh, do you have today?
0: Uh we have confessions coming up at eleven thirty today. We wanna know, Steve.
2: Tell us about a time you saw something kind of humorous that you probably Shouldn't have seen. Donna has a great example. Uh, something that happened with her sister and some medical records.
0: <gasps> oh. Something she saw on her medical records. The doctor
2: describing her, <laughs> her sister, and it's very funny.
0: Oh. Oh, <laughs> so you know that kind of thing. Maybe you're on the road and you see something in a car you weren't supposed to. If you're a truck yeah. driver,
2: something. Yeah, looking down. Seeing something. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's coming up next. That's gonna do it for us though. If you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you you're doing it
1: wrong, right, Lex? That's right, you be you unless you're a terrible person. We love you and we'll talk tomorrow. Have a great day, friends. Bye. It's a beautiful day.